Hi, y'all. It's time for Little Monday Moxie. This is a podcast spotlighting female entrepreneurs, sharing their secrets to success, their stories of resilience, and celebrating their power and overall awesomeness. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Allen, the founder of The Community Classroom, a tutoring center in Western Massachusetts. I've also pitched, developed, and directed two master's programs at Mount Holyoke College. I'm a mama, a stepmama, and I'm an edgy geek who loves celebrating women who empower other women. Welcome to Monday Moxie. Annie and Maggie, thank you for being with us today on Monday Moxie. We're happy to be here. Thanks for having us. You all have been in Cora's life since she was able to like leave the house pretty much and until she couldn't leave the house again because of the pandemic. So <laughs> you, you've been in my daughter's life since she was a little chunka chunka and she is such like the musical kid now, thanks to you too. Um, so yeah, thanks for being here. So first of all, um, yes, I'm like fangirling over your business. And second question, uh, how, how did you start it? How did Little Roots come to be? How did it grow? It grew because of the community that we live in being so supportive of, well, it's very family friendly and family centered area, but also very supportive of music and the arts. And it just felt felt like a natural alignment. Um, but we met because um, I was teaching at the community music school in Springfield. And I needed to go on maternity leave and I wanted to find somebody to, to cover that for me. And so we have a, just a mutual friend introduced us. I put an email out asking if anybody had any recommendations and, and we just kind of, you know, we started working together in that sense. And then when I came back from maternity leave, we just continued to work together and it just kind of grew outside of that space into taking on a life of its own. Yeah. And in that, in that growth, it was very much helped for me. I mean, I think we both sort of like grew in a parallel way sort of together, (laughs) but, um, I wrote a grant at some point to the, through the East Hampton council of the arts center for the arts. I don't know the ECA, um, for a mass cultural grant. And, um, got it and they funded me to buy just like lots of egg shakers and so with that money I bought egg shakers and sticks and like bells and just like a little set of instruments that I then had and then I worked with um the East Hampton Family Center and did a series of classes and and it was just like really fun and I wanted to keep doing it so I kept doing it and Annie kept doing it we kept doing it (laughs) so what what year did you two form your business together we sort of officially started our business as Little Roots in 2014, I believe, or 15, yeah, 14, 15. 14, yeah. Yeah, and then we, Maggie started teaching her classes in East Hampton probably right around then, Maggie, I'm guessing. Yeah. And I started doing some Northampton classes shortly after. And for a long time, we were renting space in yoga studios and just kind of, um, you know, doing hourly rentals and that worked out really well. And then eventually, you know, we just felt like we were ready to have our own space and and the space that we have now kind of came to us and we, uh, yeah, everything just kind of lined up for that to happen. And it's nice. The kind of goal was we need a space where we can control 
and just make a create a contained environment for people to bring their thoughts and not have to worry about them getting getting into like salt lamps and crystals and <laughs> that would have been my daughter <laughs> so i'm glad i'm glad we found you all when we did who who were you all before you got into music or have you always been into music um okay sure yeah um i've always been into music but i was doing more environmental education as my like work before oh. Annie pulled me over into the music work land. Um, but they actually dovetail quite nicely. Like I feel like all of the things, all the skills that I picked up as an environmental educator, I use all the time in Little Roots. And um, yeah, but like, so I was doing that, but also have been a musician along, along the way since I was a kid playing, playing music and just like playing in little bands since then. <laughs> Love it, Maggie. Annie, what about you? Who? who yeah, I, I've also played music my whole life, um, and that's been a pretty big focus for me since I was really young. And I studied music in college. Uh, I went to Berkeley College of Music in Boston, and I had for years I had um, toured with my band. That was kind of my primary. That was my primary focus at, in the last couple of years of college, and for like the you know five six years after graduation um, and teaching was sort of a side gig for me when I was not on tour I would do private lessons in New York and uh, and then I got familiar with a couple of early childhood music programs there that I would just kind of do you know around my touring schedule and then I started to kind of realize that I really love teaching and that I was that felt really fulfilling to me. So it's kind of just since then been this balance based on like what's going on in my life. Now I have kids and it's really nice to be in Northampton and in a community. And it really helped teaching and doing this work really helps me to feel connected to the community. And it's just really gratifying and fulfilling. Um, but there's always this kind of balancing act of like how much writing and performing of my own music do I want to have need want and need to have in the mix and how much of the um, teaching and community-oriented work. And, and that's just kind of, you know, shifts as you go through life, right? How do you find that balance between the two? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like free form. And, you know, it's like, it's like also like you have certain life limitations you have to work within, right? Like at, when you have young kids, as you know, it's like you kind of have to, um, kind of learn in time, you kind of learn in time that like, it's important to do work and stuff that doesn't necessarily have a direct like time to dollar component, like, you know, component. So um, with, with my own writing and performing, it's, you know, sometimes you'll have a gig and you have a guarantee, this is what you're going to make for the gig, but, or a recording session. But for the most part, you're kind of like, it's something that there's not a lot of guarantees financially for. Um, so yeah, it's like, there's, there's times where it's like, if I'm going to be paying for childcare, I have to account for that in some way, of course. Um, and then there's other ways in which I can kind of um, place value in the, in the, in the writing and performing that I'm doing that isn't necessarily monetary, but is important. Um, 
and also it's like, I don't really want to be touring a lot right now. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, and maybe it'll be a time when I do want to do more of that. But right now I'm really happy just like taking local gigs when they come up, being selective and then just like really focusing on the work I'm doing here. Annie, I feel like you've got it all together. <laughs> like if you could come and plan my work-life balance and all the projects I'm doing and help me figure that stuff out, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sure we share a lot of ideas, but I definitely do not have it all together. <laughs> um, so who plays more instruments between you two? Maggie, you're probably more of an instrumentalist <laughs> than I am, I would say. I think that's probably fair. Yeah, I Maggie plays I might play like one or two more than you. All right. So, what do you play, Maggie? Um, banjo is what I play well. <laughs> That's it. And then I play. And then I noodle with all. I play a little piano, a little ukulele, guitar, and an accordion. I think that's it. And, and Annie, what about you? So, voice and singing is my primary instrument. That's like Not it. my thing that I do well and know really well um, and have the most training in. Uh, but I also play guitar and have been doing that for quite a while. And I play a little bit of ukulele and I can like really fake it on some of some other, you know, <laughs> instruments. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so two years ago, almost like this week, which is actually scary to think about, um, the world was just about to shut down. <laughs> So, and you all have a face-to-face -face business with young kids and families. Um, what was the pandemic like for you all? And you seem to have come out of it like thriving. And um, you were also our savior during the pandemic too, because you had like daily online Zoom classes, which added like some uh, routine and semblance to days that just seemed to kind of all blend together. <laughs> So how was the pandemic for you two? I just want to say that your family was also a savior for us because <laughs> of that energy that Cora and Arlie brought was just Aww. like, they were just like, yeah, it was so good. It was like fueling us through, it was like getting up a lot of time. Just, yeah. We're like, kids oh, are the good. Best. oh good, they're here. <laughs> kids are the best. You're, you're groupies. <laughs> <laughs> like when did you all decide to make that pivot to doing it all via zoom and you opened up classes for like donations right like i feel like at the beginning we weren't necessarily paying for classes or am i it's all kind of a blur too and i'm it's not just because of all the wine i was drinking but like <laughs> refresh my memory what <laughs> how did you all make it through the beginning of that what was happening yeah there was some like that was a wild oh god <laughs> Oh. I was just gonna say that was that was like a wild like that was a wild ride. Well, I feel like we pivoted, if I may use that term, very quickly. Like we shut down on Friday, and I think on Monday we were like, "All right, we're doing Zoom classes." And yeah. um, we yeah, like I would just remember all weekend we were just like figuring it out and like just it was like a lot. It was a lot, and we had no we had no infrastructure. Remember at this <laughs> yeah. point, the the pandemic has really like really made us get our stuff together, get our act together. Um, we had no like registration software or anything. We were just using Google Forms up till that point because we could, we, we were just like little business. We still are a little business, but um, yeah. And so we did open it t 
to donations because we wanted to like do something to connect families and just connect ourselves with people and you know it was just a wild time everyone was kind of scared I think and lonely isolated um, so that felt really good and then we had just a huge response to that our first week we had like 500 people coming like streaming in from all over the that world just it was amazing <laughs> it was amazing and like we're trying to filter all that through through Google Docs, which was crazy. So then we like we're like, okay, we need a registration system, and it like pushed us to like be a more organized business. And then slowly we like got more structured and started charging for classes. And um, yeah, it carried through the pandemic. It was a really nice way to stay connected. And it and we like we tried a lot of different things, and some things worked and some didn't. And but I feel like we I feel like we developed a really nice like online thing that works and still work. We're still doing it. That's my story. Go yeah, totally. I think it also just like really strengthened. I mean, I feel like my, like that our Maggie and I, I feel like our working relationship has always been really natural and symbiotic, but it also, it just kind of really strengthened our commitment to each other and to and to and to this business as a shared entity. Um, even after we opened our space here, we still kind of managed our own classes separately. And then when we switched to just doing, we were just coming in here every day doing. All, normally, we teach our classes. One of us will teach a class at a time, but we were just like wanting to be together and wanting to just kind of like tackle this change together. And so we, when we switched to online classes, we were just coming in every day and teaching them with each other. And, and then it just kind of was like a natural way to just shift everything into like a true partnership. Um, and that gave us a chance also, I feel like just being, we just immediately were like, we're potted together. We're, we're going to be, we're just doing this. So we had a place to come you know, and each day and somebody to collaborate with and check in with. And that was, uh, I think for me, that was like a big part of what got me through the pandemic and also gave me some like the energy and like the ability to um, be creative and, and do the pivot and all that. And like, just kind of like gave me some the stamina, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. Yeah, Go ahead, Maggie. I was just going to add that, like, in that formal, we also formalized our business more, like, on paper and became an LLC, which we hadn't done yet. So that that happened also. We sort of, like, yeah, we we made the commitment to be business partners for real, for real, which has been awesome. And I feel like that has opened up a lot of other options for us because we've done that. That's so exciting. Um, and also what a, what a great silver lining from the pandemic. <laughs> like, yeah, of, of all these other things that aren't so great. It's great when you hear stories like that, that give you hope and um, add a little bit of sparkliness to what was a dark time. Now, was that the hardest thing that you've ever gone through as business owners or is there something more challenging? Well, we're still new business owners. And I think like, you know, like Maggie said that we really kind of formalized our business in, a, in like a legit way during the pandemic. Um, and I think, 
I think it was challenging, but I think we do, we do pretty well with like, when there's a change happening, we get pretty energized and we're like, all right, let's do it. Like when it's time for like registration or there's a new class coming, like we get pretty like energized by the change and able to kind of like rally around it. Um, I think the hard stuff for us is when things get like a little, if things get mundane, we're sort of like, we have to check in and be like, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? How do we shift the schedule? How do we support each other to be like excited and, and like doing the things that we want to be doing. And, um, and I think that those are the challenge. Those are, that's kind of like the biggest challenge for us is when we start to feel like things are getting stagnant and then, you know, we have a pretty good system for checking in with each other and being like, and reading each other. It's like pretty easy to tell. I feel like the other person were like, are you getting bored? Are you doing enough of the kind of classes you want to do? Are you doing too many of those classes? And, and it's just like, yeah, what do we, how do we breathe some life into things? Yeah. I think most people who get into business, at least that I know, don't do it because they're looking for complacency and Thing, you know, routine. It's more about like, what's the challenge? How can I build something to address that challenge or that problem? And then what's, what's the next thing? Totally. How have you both grown personally and professionally as you said, newer business owners, but to me, you are a veteran business owner, 2014. I'm like a year in, but so how have you grown both personally and professionally? Uh, Maggie, do you mind if we start with you? Um, okay. Um, how have I grown, like, in relation to the business? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, in, in lots of ways. I, mean, I think there's, like, different levels of growing, I guess. Like, I, I feel like um, more, like, more ownership and more... Um, as the business gels, I feel more like, yeah, like this is my business. Like we built this thing and I feel like really proud of it and um, excited to uh, promote it and like stand by it and develop new ideas and stuff. Um, well, I don't know if that's much of a change. It's always been exciting, but I guess it just feels more more um, real, more realized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just sort of babbling I don't know I don't not sleep at all um, and then me I don't know I don't have a good answer to this question I think that was a great answer Maggie especially for someone that's like a new mom of how how old she's Two months? almost six weeks five, five and a half weeks <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah so the thoughts are slow to come but not at all not at all <laughs> What about you, Annie? How have you grown personally and professionally? Well, I feel like, uh, well, personally, I feel like the biggest growth that I've felt has been in um, just feeling, I feel like a really, like I've become a really strong collaborator. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, you know, I was collaborating musically with, I, you know, I have been collaborating musically with people for years, but just in terms of like on a business end, you know, I feel like Maggie and I really operate with the, this kind of philosophy of like, this only works for this, this only works for either of us. If it works for for both of us, 
And I feel like that as we have new teachers coming in, that's carrying into our relationships and our approaches with bringing other teachers on board. And it bleeds into, I mean, it's, it's like it, it kind of flows through everything that we do as a business and in, in our community as well. This only works for us if it works for and serves our community. And, uh, and so I, and then, I mean, I just, I take, I feel like I take that into all areas of my life, um, which is honestly been like the greatest gift of this for me, I think, is just learning how to, just how important that, um, that kind of, I guess, support, like mutual support and, and relying on others and being reliable and accountable and all of that stuff. Um, and professionally, I think it's just been, you know, just constantly learning stuff, you know, and um, I had developed all these skills from like running my own band, just of like, you know, like PR stuff and management stuff. And I don't know, just like, um, just like executive, like executive function. <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's like, I've been able to just develop those things even more, um, you know, in this, in this, in through little roots and, you know, we're still, you're always learning, always trying to figure stuff out, trying stuff and, you know, having your realizations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Last two questions. Um, what other female owned businesses locally would you like to give a shout out to? Um, I would shout out to seven sisters <laughs> midwifery center. That's where my baby was born and they're, they're just like so awesome. It's such a, it was such a gift to be able to go there weekly and yeah, that's my shout out right now, right down the street from us. Yeah, yeah. right down the street. And Jenny was a part of my, the birth of my daughter when she was over in Holyoke too. So, oh wow. Very exciting that they've, that they've ended up right, just right next door here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to High Five and Art Always. I love yeah. them. My kids go to their classes all the time, and uh, and we love, we just love them. They're awesome. Yeah, we're so lucky to have so many in our community. I feel like within like a few blocks, we're just busting at the seams with amazing female-owned businesses. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and you too, Diana. I feel like you're doing so much to just like rally people and like you know get um connect everybody which is really cool yeah try trying to um it's like you were mentioning the whole idea of collaboration you see so many awesome people around you you just want to kind of like put them all together and then see what happens what like awesomeness erupts from that um i'm gonna get my door real quick and will you all tell us last question where can we go to find you on social media go for it <laughs> Okay. Well, we have a website, which is www.littlerootsmusic.com. And um, we're on Facebook, also Little Roots Family Music, I think, and on Instagram as well. Yeah, we usually make our first, like, announcements of things through Facebook and Instagram. Um, and we have a mailing list that you can join on the website, littlerootsmusic.com. Yeah. And we also were registering for classes right now that will start at the end of March, beginning of April. And also we have a band camp 
website that has our music or you can find us on Spotify if you must. Music, <laughs> all those and Apple music, yeah, all the things. Places. Well, thank you both for being here on Monday Moxie. Um, Cora's gonna be super jealous. And thank you for being such a great and bright spot in our community and also um, in Cora's life and my daughter's life. Yeah. Thanks so much for having thank us. Thank you so much, yeah. Thanks for supporting Little Roots. Bye, Annie, bye, Maggie. Bye, bye. thank you.